0: Hey guys, welcome back to Twisted Times, a weekly podcast with me, Cece King, and my co-host, Ryan Julian. Ryan and I are good friends who are both writers, actors, and activists. Ryan is also a teacher and I produce films, and right now we are hosts of this podcast. Every week we bring on unique and influential guests hoping to elevate voices through conversations and drinks pull up a seat to our table and join us you can also keep up with me and Ryan on our instagram at twisted times a podcast and our YouTube channel twisted times a podcast we also have a website www.twistedvalleyfilms.com where we have merchandise that supports the show along with our TV and film watch list in the episode's description you will find a section to submit a voice note this is for guest suggestions and listener questions that we will air on the show thank you all for continuing Continuing to support us. Move over Kathy Lee and Hoda, Ryan and Cece are here. Recess founder Ben White has always been naturally wired and anxious. After experimenting with natural remedies, it was the unique combination of hemp extract and adaptogens that seemed to do the trick. Describing his feeling as, not tired, not wired. He was determined to create a product that harnessed the balanced, focused state of mind. Recess was born in 2018 and has been spreading a calm, cool, collected message ever since. Not only is Recess a relaxing CBD beverage, but they are also a wellness and lifestyle brand with digital experiences and apparel for the creative community. Visit Takearecess.com and use promo code TWISTEDTIMES for 15% off. Also, for the month of August, enjoy 20% off the entire website with promo code Twisted Summer. Enjoy your recess. Brian, are
1: you there? Wait. Cece, are you there? I think I hear you. Cece? Brian? Yeah, I can hear you. I think I hear you. Brian? CC,
0: you hear me? there you are. You are listening to Twisted Times, a weekly podcast with CC and Ryan. Welcome back to Twisted Times. This is an extra special episode today for me because we are bringing on a very good friend of mine, Nicole Travolta. Nicole and I have known each other for 10 years and I have just watched her kick ass and take names. I am so proud of Nicole. I'm so excited to have her on the show today. So let me tell you guys a little bit about her. Nicole Travolta is an actor, writer, and comedy queen turned character queen. Thank you, COVID. She's done guest spots in television shows such as Two and a Half Men, The Middle, and a reoccurring role on anger management, to name a few. During quarantine, she's been writing a pilot, working on one woman sketch show, and turning her Instagram page into a resume of impressions, one wig at a time. <gasps> ah! Ah! <laughs> <laughs>
1: Nicole! There She is.
0: Hi Ryan.
2: Hi, Nicole. It's nice. it's nice to meet you. Holy shit, it's so
1: nice to meet you. I have gotten to know you through your characters. So I'm just like Holy shit, who is the woman behind Ruth? It's just me. It's me. It's the real
0: thing. Oh my gosh. Oh
1: my oh gosh. Oh my
0: gosh. <laughs> well, I'm so excited that we're all here. Um, sorry, I'm like totally pivot for a quick second <laughs> this um, is no, Cece's no, favorite
2: pivot, thing pivot. to do Cece's a boss she, she is like such a, a boss
1: <laughs> I need to stop
2: no you can't oh, it's just in your exactly. nature Cece
1: it's in your nature embrace that
2: shit. Uh, she's, she's, yeah embrace it Cece you're you guys I'm so excited okay go ahead,
0: um, good what's up okay so anyway we're here we're excited Hi Nicole! Hey Nicole! Hi! Woo! Hi! <laughs> oh my God! Yes, so much energy! Hello! 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 So much energy, and especially like
2: I don't have anywhere to get it out as much anymore. So I'm like, anyone sometimes someone wants to talk on the phone, I'm like, hey! Woo. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: totally.
1: I get feel it. you on that.
0: I, I also just have to say that I'm so excited that you're on the show today, but I'm a little bummed that we're not doing this on Zoom so we can all see each other's awesome faces, but it's okay. It's okay. I'm
2: fun, too. I wish that we could – I well, you know, it would even be more ideal if we could actually be in the same room together. I know. But, you know, it's okay. One day, this is wishful thinking for the future.
1: And this guys. is totally going to happen once everyone totally going to happen. Collectively wears their mask.
0: And, and just, does their
1: part, yes. Yeah. <laughs> right. So we can all be together again. Exactly. Okay. It's amazing that
2: we have to point that out. If you just wear your mask and do your part, we will be able to be together again. Exactly. I, you know, oh. until,
0: until then. Until we are then. Yeah. In the we're we're like in the podcast world, stuck in the podcast world, but it's okay. Okay, so we want to know. We ask everybody,
1: we, what on. are you
0: drinking?
1: What are you drinking? Okay, Nicole?
0: I am drinking.
2: I went to Coffee Bean and I got specifically vanilla latte with half the powder and almond milk.
1: Hmm. Mm. <laughs> oh, that's good. That sounds you very like on, fun. Though.
2: I
0: love, do you not like almond milk?
1: Almond milk gives me an itchy throat. It does something weird to my throat. I can't drink it. Can't no, do better. I love oat milk.
0: Today I was on the phone with my mom and I was at a coffee shop this morning ordering something and I was like, I'll have it with cream. She's like, "Oh, you
1: got cream.
0: I was like, yes, I did cream. She goes, I don't, I don't do cream anymore. I do almond milk and oat milk. I'm like, okay, mom. This is like a new thing for you. Like, congratulations. Like, I'll give you a clap. But, you know, I, I, I oscillate back and forth. Sue me. I'm sorry. I got cream.
1: Oh, Sometimes
0: the
2: cream in it is really, really good. Like, I just, I, my stomach can't take a lot of it. But when you yes. have something with like half and half, it's pretty delicious. So here's oh, a question. Like, Is that. this
1: sensitivity to dairy like a new thing? Or is this something that every adult experiences and we just never knew our parents like have this? Do you know what I mean? Because I feel like I have a sensitivity mm. to dairy too. I can't, I can't, I love cream. I can't fuck with it. Mm. It kicks my ass.
2: Yeah, I can't, it kicks my ass too. And honestly, I, you know, I don't know. I've always been, I'm a really, I'm super weird about milks and creams and things like that. I just like the thickness and the consistency really weirds me out. And Mm -hmm. so I think it's just, I've gotten older. I've developed even more and more stomach issues. Like I cannot have ice cream. Ice cream completely destroys me. It's like not even worth it. So I I don't know. I can't tell if it's something. I don't think our parents had this. I feel like we have a fucking
0: sensitivity to everything. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I agree. I feel like me too. I think we do. But yeah. But wait, Nicole, like this is totally an off topic. But you like pizza <laughs> and pizza has cheese. Oh, yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah I, thanks. I love pizza and I would probably die for pizza. But <laughs> I also will like it hurts me if I and I don't have a lot of self control. So if I get pizza, I eat it's a wrap. pizza. There's no like photo with your pizza. That's the one thing I absolutely can't stand with all these people who are like, did you really eat that or did you let that pizza die alone? so I it kills my stomach but I I pick and choose you know but you can feel it if I eat too much dairy which I've definitely been doing in
1: quarantine (laughs) then you feel it later
2: on I'm Mm -hmm. like I start to look like I'm six months pregnant
0: but whatever you know
1: oh my god it's fun it's a thing
0: you get one thing one last wish what is it I'd say an entire margarita pizza in front of me please I just need to eat it and I'll Die happy, that is, and that's like, why we're friends. This I is mean, all I need. Mean. <laughs> it's really the only thing. Um, but anyway, uh, Ryan, what are you drink? Oh, wait, did we talk about what are you drinking?
1: I'm drinking a rosé. Ooh. Ooh, yeah, I mean, fancy. Yeah, I felt like because Nicole did this really great video as Lisa Renna, I needed a rosé <laughs> to feel like a housewife. <laughs>
2: I love that. I love this. Oh my
0: god, that's amazing. (laughs) Yeah, so I have
1: I'm having some turtle time over here with um a rose. Turtle time.
0: Love it. Oh, that's good. love Love a good rose. Well I'm not drinking rosé, but I have to just, like, not to go too deep dive on this, like, experience getting my drink, but I went to this local little shop to buy this. I'm a sucker for anything <laughs> in a cute can. I'm like, okay, oh, must yeah. buy you. And there was this little, <laughs> little can that says Unwind White with a little beach chair on it, and I bought it, and I'm, I'm there, and I'm checking out, and she gives me, oh, Ryan knows the story, but Nicole, she gives me this, this bag. Bag, and I'm like, Oh, like, thank you so much. Like, What is this? And she goes, Oh, with every sale of this can, we have to give you some popcorn. And I was like, <laughs> I was like Oh, so <laughs> I get popcorn with my wine. Oh, and I was like, this is the thing. I'm like, who came up with this idea? So, shout out to Unwind White, the Huff <laughs> Estates, for oh, supplying yeah. me not only with some wine but some yummy popcorn. I'm gonna go see a movie later with my wine and popcorn. Oh Delicious. my gosh, that's so nice! I love a
2: free <laughs> snack, right? <laughs> so nice,
1: even if it's on the airplane.
2: <laughs> yeah, oh, I would totally take the. I'm like when they come by with those little
0: mini pretzels i'm like oh yeah a few more of those come on I scarf those down. yes yeah same. well um cheers everybody to all of our cheers predators. thank you for having yes. me
2: yes super excited um, to
0: have you so nicole um uh, we need to know for our listeners where are you right now yeah i'm in los
2: angeles sitting in my apartment but have you been in yeah.
0: LA since this the COVID shutdown like since March have you left or have you been there the whole time? No, I've been here the whole time. Um I
2: you know, I it's so hard because th- there was like a part of me that you know that you think about maybe leaving and you know if I were to, you know, go and see my mom or spend some time with my mom or my dad but then it's just like you I just worry you know about the safety of that and especially in Mm -hmm. the beginning too that it's just I just feel like it's not worth it so I've just been here and you know there's parts of this that I feel like are you know the pause is was is but it's also it's just infuriating because i feel like at this point it's like the pause has gone on for so long and there's other places that i feel like are sort of getting back to normal and we just
0: can't really get it together here. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. feel like LA was doing good. Like they were i yeah. was like so proud of LA and then I was like mm-hmm. what yeah. happened? Like, how did that happen?
2: I feel so bad because, you know, I know that, you know, businesses are suffering and, and it's just hard, hard times for everyone. And just to be stuck inside and, you know, uh, just your mental health and stuff. But it's just, I, I think that I almost feel like it's like we got cocky or something. And then all of a sudden they came out with these phases and it was like phase, three isn't gonna even be opening until August. And then all of the sudden it was like phase one, two, and three were basically opened within like a I mean, I don't I mean I guess I can't now quote me, but it's was in within a few weeks span. Oh, is that what
0: happened? Is that what happened?
2: You know, there was just there the bars opened and you know it sucks. Like I would drive down, you know, Santa Monica Boulevard you know, and they're just for reference, just tons of bars and restaurants. And there's, there were lines to get into these bars. And it's just like, oh, yeah, it just it sucks. But I just, I just so badly encourage people to just you know we're I think people think that we're bigger than this that it's just like we have to make some stand about you know masks and our rights and I just am like it's I I, I don't know if you guys follow Dan Levy.
1: Oh um, he's so but, funny.
2: Yeah he's so funny and he said this thing at the beginning of all things of all of this that was like something to the effect of think of putting on your mask every day is the simple act of kindness that you can do. And it's just, it's so simple. And people are saying that that's, you know, that it's not healthy. I'm like, no, one's asking you to wear a mask inside your apartment. It's just literally when you exit. So unless you're spending, you you know what I'm getting at? It's just, it's just, it's
0: just, it's maddening that I, I just, I I wish people would do their I completely agree. Well, you know what? I mean, you do your part, so that's good.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: And I think by, by just like having these conversations and hopefully I I liked how, I mean, social media can be impactful. Like obviously you just said, you follow Dan Levy and he posts this thing. And, you know, I mean, people, I liked when everyone was hashtag wear a mask. It's like, you know, encourage people and the right people need to be encouraging other people. And especially younger, like the younger generation, they really like the young twenties. Cause I think back and I'm like, what was I doing at 20
1: two you know I oh mean, I know but what we were, were we doing. doing oh I know
0: <laughs> what we were doing Ooh. <laughs> oh like I, I was even... yeah
1: <laughs> what were you doing at 22 that's actually a good question what were you doing that is a good question what were you that doing, at, 22? What were you
0: doing, doing at 22 I I knew Nicole at 22. I knew Cece at 22 we
2: were living in the villas <laughs> which if <laughs> like let's just I call the villas what it is. Some of like my lifelong friendships came from the villas, but
0: also it was full blown Melrose place. Yeah, <laughs> holy shit. It was crazy. But that's where we met. And I you know, it's so funny because I moved to LA and I didn't know anybody. Like I moved there. I knew nobody there. And I moved to this community with, and moved in with a roommate who I met through my school's like Facebook page. It was like probably the sketchiest thing I've ever done in terms of living with someone I don't know who ended up (laughs) being a good friend of mine and Nicole's. However, we met Nicole and she was our neighbor and we had all these great friends and it was really nice. But You know, it was definitely, like, a crazy, like, leap, I think, for me to go from, like, my life and move across the country. But, Nicole, baby Nicole, before you came to L.A., like, where were you, where were you before you landed at the Villas? So, I was actually,
2: I, because I lived in, born here and then lived in Florida and then came back from Florida to here, to be here just to pursue my career. And before I lived at the Villas, I was placed in Hollywood, like kind of up in the hills. And it was a nightmare. <laughs> I had also had a roommate that I didn't know. And it just, it wasn't the best situation. And then um, my ex and I, moved into the villas together Mm -hmm. and that's, and that was, I mean, I think that was around that time. Maybe I was a little bit younger. I can't, I can't remember, Mm -hmm. but that's what I brought. We, you know, we moved in there and at the time, CC, I'm sure you remember, but the Hills was being shot at our apartment complex. Oh my
1: God. Yeah. And
2: so we made, but we made like these, it was, I lived in that apartment for, I
0: think, 10 years And that you apartment You were there complex. for such a long time. Yeah, you, I was you, there for such a long time. Oh, my gosh. Was it sad for you to leave?
2: <laughs> you know, it was. So I, I you know, I, it, so I was, I, my ex and I moved into that, that apartment together and we got married and then we split a, during the period of us living there together. And it was really hard because it was, I remember closing the door to that place and feeling like you're like gut punched because it was almost like I grew up and then grew out of, you know what I mean? Everything. And so shutting the door to that was hard. I mean, there were times where I was like, I just want to be back at the villas and but it was just too many memories, you know. Yeah. So I really grew a pair and moved two blocks away from the villa. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I'm gonna change, move, and cre- do create a big change, and then I'm like, I'll just move two blocks away. <laughs> oh
0: my god! <laughs> <laughs> I can so, throw a rock and hit my old apartment. I miss you so much, but I can only yeah. see you from here now and wave to
2: you when I watch. See you. <laughs> just drive by and wave to you, you know. Ryan, where are you located?
1: I live in New Jersey, actually. So, yes. is that how you guys met? We no. met in Woodstock, New York at a dream workshop. We need, acting in, we need to insert some, like, magic sound effects. You know, that... Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes, we need to, like, you know, I was living in LA at the time, Nicole, and this, I was in, like, this really weird place in my life that I was, like, writing this script, and I was, like, I need to go, like, do, I needed to, like, get, I kind of was in, like, you know, when you're in that place where like you need to just get out and do something and do make a change and do something yeah. different and shake up your whole life, and, I really felt like that. Like you and I, we had like similar friends, you know, when we were in our younger twenties and I felt like I really needed to like escape from that. And so I kind of moved into a Canyon lived by myself and then decided I needed to go and pursue like some sort of acting experience somewhere. And so I found this woman through a podcast or a NPR interview with Bradley Cooper. And he was talking about how he goes into his characters through his dreams. And I'm like, what he does dream so he does Mm his like dream work and I he works with this woman Elizabeth Kemp and I was like who is Elizabeth Kemp what is these dreams what is going on and he was saying how he watercolors his dreams and I'm like this is too crazy for me but it sounds interesting (laughs) so I googled this woman and then I ended up going to Woodstock to like on a whim like she's like yeah send me your reel and your resume i sent it to her and then she's like okay you can come to my my character retreat for a week so i ended up going to woodstock for a week for this character retreat and that's where i met ryan and she was there working on one character and i was working on a different character and they were very different types of characters but we were like in a black box for 10 hours a day for like a week and that's how
1: we connected Oh, yeah.
2: my gosh. I didn't know this. This is amazing.
1: It was so, <laughs> it was one of the coolest experiences of my life, I have to say. It was yeah. so unique. Did you to get me like you, you got
2: to... a lot out of it?
1: Oh, my gosh, yeah. yeah. It was such a unique experience. It was so, it felt very, like, primal, the entire workshop. So I feel like you left and you literally felt like you had had a massage. Like a weight had been, like, lifted off of you. By the end of this week of work with this woman, like she literally does what people do in therapy, but like in a physical form, would you agree? Cece? Yes, I
0: would. And I, especially cause she actually like, so she, yeah. I mean, she actually, she passed away a couple years ago and Mm -hmm. her memorial service was in New York city and it was at, um, I don't know, one of these huge theaters and like Hugh Jackman performed and Sarah Ellis And like, I mean, she's like, you can, you just, the weight of this service and how impactful she was on all these people. It was like this very crazy, like (laughs) unified experience with everyone. You could just look around and see how many people she touched. It was like, crazy her like she was just next level like empath I don't even know maybe an empath is the wrong word, but she really she totally was though she like ripped your heart open and like she was the best thing I'm so grateful for her presence in my life yeah totally that's so
2: awesome I was just I was literally about to ask him like send me the info on this but never mind She's yeah
0: it was (laughs) so it was so unique
2: it was so unique that's amazing that's amazing I think those experiences are just the best you know when someone makes an impact on you that deep and especially in these, in this industry, I think just to find a place that's so supportive and you get to meet people and you're kind of like turned inside out is the best part of it, you
0: know, to dig yeah. that deep. So, but Nicole, so you, cause you came to LA, did you come to LA to be an actor? Is that like what your, was that your hot pursuit coming here Were you like, this mm-hmm. is what I want to do? Yes. So that's. I mean it sounds
2: you know i think a lot of people say this but i really i mean i have videos of being a child and you know wanting this so badly more than anything um and i used to like you know my mom has these videos of me lining everyone up and handing out (laughs) post-it notes so they could announce me winning award. like (laughs) i literally wanted to do this since i was a child and you know i think you grow up in my parents were very much um adamant about me, them like not holding my hand and taking me taking me to auditions and you know they wanted me to want to do it on my own because the truth is is the rejection is so heavy and i think you have to build up that you know that thick skin if you will to mm-hmm. be able to handle that and so i um When I lived in Florida, I got, uh, an agent out there and, um, she was able to get me an audition for One Tree Hill and, or no, wait, it was actually a workshop. I went and did a workshop for One Tree Hill Mm -hmm. and they did like this in particular casting director did like all of the East coast cast One Tree Hill and all of those shows that shot on that side of the country. Who was the casting director? The Fincannons, do you know, Do you have you heard of them? Yes, yes, yes. Okay, so they're, they were, I don't know if they still do the casting over there or not, but they were so big at that time over there. Super sweet. Um, And I think it was Lisa and Greg. Lisa and Greg, Lisa, I think. Lisa and Greg Fincannon. Yeah, Lisa yeah. and Greg Fincannon. And then they had me put myself on tape for a role on One Tree Hill, and I booked it. And I was still living in Florida, and they flew me to North Carolina, and I was so excited. And <laughs> um, I, and that's what got me my SAG card. I still remember that I had like one line, and I was with Haley. Uh, her character name was Haley, one of the girls on the show. Yeah. And um, the line was, "Hey Haley, there's a tall, dark hottie waiting in the green for you. Green room, for your biggest fan." <laughs>
0: And, <laughs> oh oh my god. wait so i just have it? to like Loki. tell you i i know Haley because i loved one tree hill i was a one tree oh hill my fan. god i was a one tree hill fan i was not an oc person i feel like one tree hill and oc were like kind of around the same time and i always gravitated towards one tree hill i don't know if it was like chad michael murray or if it was like me wanting thought i was sophia bush in my head or her character whatever um oh my god what was her character's name? I show. had to pull oh, it, it up emotions. it's uh, Brooke uh,
2: Davis I forget to yeah Brooke,
0: yes. Brooke, Brooke Davis Brooke, Brooke
2: Davis yeah
0: yeah were you in
2: high school uh, then when you booked that were... I was like just out basically oh, okay so, yeah, yeah I was just out um yeah I was just out of it but it was it was the best and that's what got me my sag card and I was able to I was like okay I'm going to go back and you know I just I wanted to be out here anyways. And at the time my dad and, you know, basically the majority of my family, aside from my mom lived here. And so it was, I, I came back here. I lived with my dad for a little bit and then I moved to that apartment in the Hills. And then my, my ex lived in Florida and then moved out here and, you know, was here with me. And that's when we moved to the villas, but I, yeah, I mean, I wanted to, I wanted to go full throttle and it was, it was just, it's so, it's so different, you know, I, I, then till now, it's like, understanding yeah. what you want in this business, and just being young out here, and I've just made, I made so many mistakes in my 20s, you know, you just, and the, like, I mean, CC, you know, the, um, everything was at our fingertips, like going to these, going out at night, and doing all these things, is like this, young Hollywood and I feel like it was such a big thing it's hard Mm -hmm. you know I I thought oh I want to be on like 90210 or the (laughs) OC and it's just I really had to grow up and go through so many changes in my life to realize how much I loved um how much I loved comedy and that it felt like I was good at this thing and loved this thing and then once I got a little bit clearer I taken it took a while and then There's these down periods and they're just hard. So now when you look back, even though I would have done anything to just be a young actor, I get it, you know, Mm -hmm. that it's just, it's such a tough business.
1: Yeah. So how, how did these quarantine characters come about for you? (laughs) Okay. So, <laughs> so,
0: Ryan's I, dying to hear about your course. Yeah, I'm sorry. I, just
1: to preface, just to let the audience know. So, Nicole okay. is insane. And <laughs> she has <laughs> an Instagram that, oh, where she so... creates characters all the way from uh, Jojo Siwa to the girl Ruth from um, Ozark. Oh, sorry. We yeah. also have everyone's favorite pair of lips, Lisa Renna, and <laughs> it was just, holy shit. How about
2: this for a message? To all you bitch wolves who keep DMing me asking me how to launder money during quarantine, the truth is I don't know shit about fuck. Why don't you ask Marty or take that dirty fucking money and throw it in the laundry machine and put some tat on it or whatever you rich folk
1: use? Okay, Nicole, talk to me. What's up? What
2: happened? (laughs) I just love Nicole is insane. I just am (laughs) probably going to make that my (laughs) vibe. <laughs> OK, so basically, just coming off of the 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 what I was saying before is that, you know, things have shifted so much in this industry and everything is constantly changing. And to be honest with you, <clears throat> excuse me, to be honest with you, I've you know, we hold out these like I will be discovered at a diner. And then I will go on to be Audrey Hepburn. <laughs> you know what I mean? Exactly. As you have these things that where you're like holding on to this old Hollywood. Yeah. So.
1: Oh my God, that's the truth.
2: You know what I mean? And so I just yeah. I during through all these switches switches in life, and I also went through a really hard time and low periods where I just kind of had to kind of come out of you know, you hit rock bottom and then you start coming out of that and just start, you know, feeling like yourself again of like, you know, just some personal things and some personal things that went on in my life. And so I, I really worked hard to, you know, kind of grow and change. And then I, you know, started getting back into things again. And I started taking classes at the Upright Citizens Brigade and Mm. just was surrounded by all of these like Funny people. And I was doing a lot of improv, and right before this all happened, you know, I was I was like one, I wrote this like one woman sketch show that I really wanted to put up this year. And I was going to Mm -hmm. do all of this stuff through all of these comedy connections. And then all of a sudden the pandemic hit. And I was like, well. Now, what do I do? What, you know, because you just, yeah. I uh, honestly felt as though if I couldn't figure out something to just keep myself active, I was just kind of afraid that I would, you know, you were were taught that like, the, you know, your agents, your managers will get you these jobs or whatever, but you're it's so much about being active yourself. And I just felt like I need to, you know, and yeah. so I did this on Instagram I was like should I do a character a day at the beginning of COVID and I got a bunch of yeses which I never do I'm not even (laughs) active like that on Instagram but I was like okay I think it was kind of a mental thing that if I posted this that I could hold myself accountable Mm, you know that if people said do it so I started doing them and I started you know writing my own characters and I Started only posting them to my story first, honestly, because I was too chicken shit to like open myself up. You know, it's scary to put yourself out there. Ah, yeah. So (laughs) I just, so I was like, I'm only going to post them to my story. And then my friend Courtney said to me, You got to post these on your feed. You've got to post these on your feed. And so, you know, I, I, again grew a pair of balls <laughs> and, <laughs> and I started posting them to my feed and I love doing impressions I love doing characters because I think that character work is just so putting on a wig and becoming this mm, different, someone different yeah. yeah it's so the feeling of it is like unbelievable in my opinion you know what I mean it's just it feels like you're creating this like life inside of your own apartment so i just started looking through the internet for different people that i could do and you know different different celebrities and then just even just down to you know lisa rinna is specifically her dancing you know is just so funny oh. to me and that and so i just started <laughs> the doing best. these parodies and now I you know, I go down little rabbit holes of doing things about COVID or I'll just do the impression and so that's kinda how it how it came about. And I have a wig collection for days. I don't kept Amazon in business.
0: <laughs> how many wigs do you think you have now? Or do you know? You probably know.
2: I don't know, but I wanna say it's probably in I I would say- Go count your have... wigs.
1: <laughs> Should I go count the
0: wigs? I would probably
2: have like 20 or 30.
1: Damn, Nicole. I, I have to
0: something so funny. It's so like off topic, but you, I have a pictures of you and I think it was the last time I really had like a fun night with you. And I had a wig from a Halloween costume in my house. And I have pictures of all, you, me, and Sasha wearing the wig and we're like do taking you? pictures in the wig and then I had oh I had two wigs I had another wig from a character yes! workshop I did with my really short hair and I have a picture of you in that wig I'm going to send that to you No you it, have okay wait it's also, so funny that like the this? beginning of the wigs <laughs> But but here's what I want I need to know okay so like okay for the thing is with the characters first of, first of all okay your first character that you post on your feed and I have to tell you Thank you so much for being so honest about, you know, kind of being chicken shit, because I totally can see like, even though like your story, it goes away, you know, and this is the world we live in now that like, this is how we're measuring things, but you put it on your feed and it's there and it's there for people to judge one way or another. They they, oh Nicole, something's wrong with Nicole's losing it, you know, or whatever, you know what I mean? But the yeah. truth is is like it's like it's actually this a great platform that people can mm-hmm. go and see you, you know, in in and do your work and it's it's an immediate response too. Like yeah. you get to post it and you get a response right away. Not that you need a response, but do you know what I mean? I mean it's just like versus, yeah. you know, you go and you shoot a show or you you get cut out. You never see the light of day. You yeah. go, you know, so there is this kind of like return of investment a little bit, you know, that's yeah. really kind of <laughs> nice I'm sure do you feel that like when you're doing these things totally feel that and you know it's so
2: interesting because I was I think that you know I I think I'm the queen a little bit of getting in my own way and I think Uh. that you know you you talk yourself out of things you know you're you're like I don't want to do this because I want this, that you can do these performances or whatever you want to call them, characters and putting yourself out there on social media is that that's where we're living now. And it took me a while to even consider doing something like that. I mean, it took a pandemic, you know, <laughs> and mm-hmm. I and I think that there is a, that's the part of me that's grateful for the, this, no, I'm not great. You know what I say, by yeah, that. Yeah, like, yeah. where you just have this pause of. Where you can reflect on what you're putting your time into, and I just think that the return on this of people seeing this and people, you know, it, it, these things matter now. You know, I even think just you know for you know, Cece, you you are you're writing, you're doing the, this podcast. It's like it doesn't matter what way or what outlet. It's just putting it out there, and I mm. also think that just the amount of support especially, you know, the support that women are giving each other. And I think that is so important.
1: Mm-hmm. I, I just,
2: I think enough that we're really solidly supporting each other through all of this and just in our creative outlets. And even like you said, sometimes something might not work, but you did it anyways. You know what I mean? Sometimes things on big television shows don't work, but they do it anyways. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. Yeah. It, I feel like as actors you're like I'm an actor so yeah. I have to go through the channels I yeah. have to, my agent's gonna get me an audition and yeah. then I'm gonna mm-hmm. go in and I'm gonna read and then I'm gonna get a call back and then I'm gonna book it or maybe I don't book it at all and then I'm sad because I haven't had an audition in forever you know and it's like and then you're like it, it's like a this crazy rat race which you have no control over you're like yeah. a total Num. just like You know, you're like a puppet. And so then you think, okay, what can I do to creatively? Okay, so I'm going to take classes. So you go and you take classes, you want to do theater, you're doing improv, which is great. But it's like you look as an actor, you think, I'm not going to go to social media because that's to that could be because before, I mean, a little bit, I mean, maybe, but pre-pandemic, I would say, personally, I was like, no, no. Like, don't want to yeah. touch that with a 10-foot pole with any of my quote-unquote acting art. But I I feel like now, especially, like, yeah, it, it, it's – why not, you know?
2: I cannot agree with that more. And, Cece, I was the same way. I, I had this whole idea. And when I was working, I – I had this idea in my head that when things were rolling and the ball was rolling and I was booking these guest stars, and then I had a recurring, I was literally sat there and I'm pretty sure I said it out loud. I'm like, this is it. I got this. This pilot season, I am going to slay.
1: Mm -hmm. And
2: that pilot season came and I did not slay. And it was a low and it was also, I was going through a divorce and I, I hit mm-hmm. this, that's when I hit, that's a low point. And I just, the, my whole world around me was crumbling and you kind of feel like, well, what am I supposed to do? You wait for yeah. your agent to call, you wait for your manager to call, you, you, you are sitting, I mean, literally sitting with my thumb in my ass for years going Well, when's the phone going to ring? When Uh is someone going to find me? And I was like, I'm not doing social media. And then I realized is that there's so many talented, funny people, or even dramatic, it doesn't matter, that Uh it doesn't have to be like you playing yourself, you know, that you could just kind of do, there's another outlet for you. You know what I mean? To just put yourself out there as an artist. Yeah and I don't and I think that it I think the way that we felt about social media and the way that I I I mean I don't know for sure but like I think that what you and I are talking about Cece, is that we didn't want to be like I you don't want to sell your soul. Does that no, make sense?
1: That's, like yeah. Just,
2: so I think you you find your thing in my opinion.
1: What's your favorite character to play?
2: Oh gosh. I mean I'd have to say Ruth Langmore. Mm-mm. I love her <laughs> so much. I mean, Julia Garner is the best,
1: but the best. She's amazing I, on that show. And
2: she is everything. But I just love taking this Party City wig and throwing it on my head, and just and it, she's so <laughs> like her mouth is so foul. <laughs> But it's so, it is pushing the limits on everything. But it's so funny. Like, would she call someone a bitch wolf?
0: (laughs) What's a bitch wolf? Okay. But here's the thing, though, Nicole, as a writer, like, I look at this, and I watch you, and I think to myself, what in God's name? Because, no, you're not just taking, you're not like, I'm going to imitate Ruth Langmore I'm not I'm gonna impersonate Ruth Langmore you're like I'm gonna write a skit here a yeah. one-woman show and I'm gonna create she's like you're like she got like, like obviously you're infusing certain things like I don't give a shit about fuck which is just the best thing she's ever said ever <laughs> um and then and then you like and then you start talking about Tide p- Pods and and virtual quarantine and 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 I'm just thinking to myself how much time is she spending writing this content? Because you did it for Mean Girls. Yeah. You just posted today yeah. this Mean Girls monologue, which everybody knows is Gretchen Wieners, like where she's <laughs> screaming and yelling, and you've got your mask and you've got this paper, <laughs> but you've rewritten it in COVID times. So I'm just yeah. Thinking go, Nicole, like, not only are you these characters, but you're writing for them. So I'm so curious, like, what, like, did you, has this been hard for you to figure that out? What's your in? Like, where do you start?
2: I, so, so, okay, so the, this is how I'll break it down. So I start by deciding who I want to do. And, you know, I, I think that there's some people, and even if you go and you watch, you know, Saturday Night Live there's some people that really focus in on the voice and getting the voice right. And then other people, it's not as much the voice. It's maybe their, their um, mannerisms or their face. or mm-hmm. their, So it's really kind of deciding um, it's deciding which way you want to go with it. I love to do the voices. So with Ruth, I'm good at those Southern accents and I can hear where her register is going. And so I start with that and I'll start, you know, working on the voice a little bit and seeing if I can execute it well. And then I start thinking about, okay, what is the game of this character? What's the game of this sketch, if you will, that I want to play? And, you know, so for the Mean Girls one for Gretchen, it was, that one was a little bit easier because it's, there's, I feel like especially, taking it from the fact that they were in high school and young people that, you know, we could make it about house parties or the mask one is, you Mm -hmm. know, instead of you're wearing sweatpants, you can't sit with us because you're not wearing a mask. But the the Tide Pod stuff and all of those or the whatever I said, the Tide or and all those things, I just kind of pull from their the reality of their actual scene. And then what and sometimes mm. things I feel like can't be rewritten there's been some political stuff that I did that I don't even need to change this because it's so ridiculous but right <laughs> for these types of characters you can just I just kind of I just kind of play with it a little bit and then sometimes I'm like oh, that's not really working and then I'll redo it but it's you just I play with it a bunch and then I'll bounce things back and forth and then until something sticks and then off sometimes it and I'll say something else. And that really works. And it's really fun, but it's honestly, it takes a bit too, you know, because you have mm-hmm. to get in that yeah. character and drop in.
1: Like I, that, that video like circulated so around my text messages for like a couple of days. I was done
0: <laughs> I, I <also laughs> when you I'm said so bitch Wolf, I was, it was a wrap. I mean, but this is cool for for me to hear, you know? Like, you're breaking it down, you know? I mean, it's not – listen up, kids. It's not that easy. I mean, because the truth is, is, like, you – it's not, like, on the face of it, Nicole. Do you know what I mean? It yeah. could seem, like, slappy, right? And it's, like, yeah. it's not. There's so much – You, I can tell. I watch this. I'm, like, good work. <laughs> like, this is, like – Yeah. So... You, and I'm sure a lot of people – think that way too but you just that's the thing with social media that's why I don't like it because I think I watch it I think oh these people they don't appreciate the 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 work you know and I think we do as actors and 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 as creatives and as artists you know you appreciate that but I think it's cool to hear you sort of break down your thoughts and how you do it I think it's so great yeah thank you I think I agree I think that it's just you know every has got their whole thing and I think
2: that you know people should know I think that these characters you know I'm not saying for everyone but that people are putting out there is that they take time and they take work and you know you're Mm -hmm. also basically funding your own production you know what I mean (laughs) meaning that you're 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 getting a wig you're finding costumes you're doing this and then you're you know finding someone I found this sweet amazing girl that um, you know helped me edit this me Girls one and put the music in the back and everything and it's a it's a process and mm-hmm. so I just I I you know it's the people are working hard even in COVID for no money you <laughs> know like no care yes. yeah. for this
1: <laughs> yes so. no it's true can you, can you school Cece on, her, on who Jojo C was? Because Cece has no idea and I'm a little
0: disturbed. Oh my disturbed. God, I know. Cece, oh my God. Okay. Can I just tell you really quickly, Nicole? <laughs> I saw yeah. this one, this character, and I was like, <laughs> she's off the reservation. <laughs> she's now created a character on her own that doesn't exist. This is not an impersonation she has shoved her face in a pile of glitter and she stuck bows in her hair and is wearing way too much i'm like how many glasses of wine did nicole have before doing this and then and then i started talking to ryan she's like you don't know jojo siwa i'm like ah like
2: who is this Person, please tell me that you've done research since Ryan
0: told
1: you. No, so no. She, she, she went told, and she's like, I want to ask later. I want to find out who I, she is later. No,
0: so I went on her Instagram page and I was confused because I'm like, okay, this girl, she's young. She's like a baby. And I'm like, but what? And I'm like, was she on like Dance Moms? Like, and then I went, yes, I she I got, was. Oh my God. She went, with okay, Maddie. So I, didn't, I didn't know that, but I, I started, I'm like, this, you know, when you like go to someone's page and you're like, they, They derived from somewhere, but I don't have the patience to, like, fucking figure (laughs) it out. Find out. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm not going to deep dive on this. So, yeah, I don't know.
2: Yeah. She, no, I mean, she is, I mean, she, (laughs) I want to say that she's 17 years old (laughs) and she is made millions off of these bows. I mean, kids love her. But she no. She always wears this like <laughs> slick back ponytail and these giant bows, and she's got this voice that she does. And she's like, <laughs> and if she, if you watch her, I'm like, how do you have this much every energy where every video is right in front of her face, and she's like, hey everyone,
1: it's JoJo, jo. and I. Like, how, how
2: do you do this and sustain this much energy? So, I, and there was a video, a friend of mine DM'd me one day and goes, you have to do this. And she had covered her face and body in sparkles like this and was like, oh, I covered my face in sparkles. And, I was like, and it was, I was shook. I was like, how, how are you, like, what? what is your, what is your vibe when this is happening? Because. I, I, like I, I this is no. not what I was like when I was seventeen. No, but wait, take it no. back.
0: Like going back to like our previous really artistic, creative conversation. Where we're taking this really seriously. Like how then do you <laughs> say? Oh, yes I know. I'm gonna dive into JoJo. Like. Wh- She's 17. I didn't know she was 17, but she looks young. Yeah, she looks young.
2: But. She's a baby. I mean, she's a baby. I honestly, just <laughs> that energy. Uh, and also the dress up. So oh, I, yes. The, I it's ha- almost I, like a
1: Harajuku doll.
2: Yes. And the, so I found all those bows on Amazon. A friend of mine went to Target oh, she- and I was like, oh my gosh, Seth, please. Please check the JoJo Siwa section while you're there, and she sent me a slew of stuff. I was like, I'll take that, and I'll take that, and I'll take
0: that. <laughs> oh, because my it's just—it's
2: just that that specific one is really more about the the fun of it and the impression. I mean, listen, she's seventeen and she's killing it, and yes. it's, it is—it's hilarious. But I, its just. Comical material. And mm-hmm. I think that that's another thing too with these impressions is that you teeter sometimes. I mean, comedy can be, it pushes the limits, you know? And I think that's something that I'm getting used to too is I'm like, I don't want to hear this crude stuff or like, don't be mean and pressure. I mean, no one said that to me, but I'm saying like in general that people could be like, why are you making fun? And it's not, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's you're just mm-hmm. having, it's a laugh. And I think that's part of, doing the comedy and putting yourself out there like that but it's she is wild nothing i have ever seen before and i just yeah i couldn't get enough and i just got this idea to cover my entire scalp in bows and (laughs) my face and sparkles i mean i i looked insane and it was it was really fun
1: that was that was hysterical
0: so (laughs) like if if we could i mean if you could I guess okay if you could have if if there's one actress that you totally just like either would want their career or love them for who they are who, who would that be who's like your number one actress that you look up to
2: gosh it's so hard because I feel I have there's like little pockets you know of of people that I love I mean I love Kristen Wiig and I but I also love Laura Dern you know and because Laura Dern has that that energy that Mm -hmm. you know what I mean she even though she's done a lot of dramatic things she's got that
1: she's very funny
2: taps into that that crazy energy a lot and I just I think so highly of her I mean, I guess I would choose Laura Dern. I think she's great, but I also, um, I oh gosh, I just have Leslie Mann is one of my favorite
1: comedic (laughs) actresses as well. Well,
2: like nuts, like she's and her voice is so specific, and I just there's so many. But if I had to choose one, I would, I would, I think Laura Dern is like the best. So amazing. But I love Kristen Wiig for obvious, like, her characters are some of the best, in my opinion, that have ever been on SNL.
0: Oh, yeah. Leslie man. What what was the last thing she did? I was trying to think. I'm like, what did she do last that I saw she that did
2: I did. Sh- so hard. I mean, well, first of all, I think her in um, This Is 40 is that one is of the best things ever. shit
1: ever did you ever see the outtake video of her and melissa mccarthy oh and, my god um, and them sitting in the principal's yeah. office and melissa mccarthy is just like oh, yeah. going in on the principal but you know like, like how, how do you be
0: in a, uh, a scene with melissa mccarthy like i don't think i can keep a
1: straight face i don't know
0: I want to watch that now so bad right this
2: second where she's just and they're <laughs> laughing so hard but Melissa is, is like so well trained won't let it up like she doesn't stop it's the greatest <laughs> thing ever I'm gonna have to watch that now quit
1: slow blinking at me
0: I'm sorry okay.
1: I, I would like to rear up and jackknife my legs and kick you both in the fucking jaw with my foot bone <laughs> what i would fucking love i wish my fucking foot would go right through your skull this is what happens when you
2: corner a rat Hmm? i will fucking kill you 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 corner me i will fucking chew
1: through you i'll chew through you slow blinking eyes i i will chew off your fucking eyelids you won't slow blink at me will you did you drink before you came here no but i'm I'm gonna start drinking (laughs) She,
0: she doesn't she doesn't break at one. And I also another most McCarthy like one of my like all time the like, first time I had laughed in a while like I was a huge friends fan. And I, I don't really think things are that funny. I think I'm not that amused. I don't know what my problem is. But bridesmaids (laughs) that movie was possibly the funniest I think that thing was the funniest movie I have seen in so long between all of their performances. And it's just like, Helen is the owner. I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> and it's like the, all, the whole plane scene with Kristen Wiig. Oh just my like, gosh. <laughs> how I died. I, she, I, what did she say? She's like,
2: she's it's like, like miss
1: miss
2: <laughs> It's the funniest. It's a so, and the, the, that comic, like, Those people, those (laughs) actresses are, you just wonder, what was it like to be on that set and watch this go down? I cannot even imagine.
1: I mean, I also think Maya Rudolph is totally, she's another one who's insane. And I can't imagine what it's like to just be around her and Kristen Wiig. Are you one of those people who like to do your characters on the spot?
0: I could. I mean, I, 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 oh God, no. Well, I don't even know. Where are you going with this, Ryan? <laughs> <laughs> you want
1: me to do a character? <laughs> okay, what do you want me to, who would you want me to do? I want you to pick like your favorite character to play. Okay. Who's your
0: favorite? I'll do, I'll do Ruth. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Please
0: do Ruth. Okay, Ruth, what do you, can what Ruth do you join us? Can I ask Ruth a question?
2: Yeah, hold on one second. <laughs> Marty? <laughs> you question
0: for me? <laughs> yes. Fucking
2: bitch wolf.
1: <laughs> Ryan, you have a question for Ruth. Ruth, I would like to know, what is your message on... Kamala Harris getting nominated yesterday. <laughs> Shut their fuck nugget mouse. She gonna fucking win.
0: Did you think she was gonna win, Ruth? Do you like her? <laughs> I fucking love her. <laughs> Do you think she launders money like you, Ruth? <laughs> I don't know shit about
2: fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to find a way to add that in, and I'm like, "How can?" I? And I'm holding my mouth right now as I'm doing this, trying not to laugh. And you're like, "Does she do this?" Yeah.
0: I just have to say that, like Ozark, that world I'm trying to live in it like tomorrow with you and Ruth.
2: You need to be in the Ozark. Like
0: you should be on that
2: show. I feel Listen. you would be
0: perfect listen I've read for Alexa Fogel before I see you I'm watching you are you gonna call me in (laughs) yes she is put it out there
2: it's
0: happening oh my god but no that's amazing oh you're good I I'm like the most insecure person when it comes to improv improv scares me so much I have to be so like in in it like heavy like you're so like a champ Thank you. It's not easy. I it, no. You, you're. It's no. not easy
2: at all. You know is <laughs> to think, use your brainly right yes. now when everyone feels like the walls are closing in on you. So, but it's so fun and it's so silly.
0: You know. Yeah. The
2: thing about improv is that you really doesn't matter what you say. It's just. It's
1: like a. Yeah. It's, it's like total commitment to like the character. Yeah. Totally. 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 You just like give totally. yourself fully over to the character. It's like, fuck it. I got this.
0: So, Nicole, I have a question for you um, about, this is a little bit of a pivot, my favorite word.
1: Thank you. favorite word is
0: a pivot. 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 Um, I love that we said that at the same time. Um, So, I want to know, because of all of, like, the twists and turns that you've kind of been on in your life. I want to know who has been your biggest supporter, like despite any of the decisions that you've made. Oh gosh, yeah, I got deep. Despite anything in my life, yeah, just despite all the decisions that you've made, like who has been the one person that's just been there? I would say, I would say that. I mean,
2: you're you I would say my parents, and honestly my mom, you know, especially is just so under, you know, understanding and, you know, we, of course, you know, you're with your parents, you, you can butt heads at times, but just there, you know what I mean? Just mm-hmm. there. And I've, you know, made some great decisions and I've made some poor decisions, you know, a lot of poor decisions. And think it's, you know my mom has uh has no matter what those decisions has really uh never uh never judged me <laughs> and always been a supporter so that would probably be my number one when i think about my life and my dad too but my mom and i you know were yeah were you know there together
0: mm-hmm. all
2: the time so it's uh i would i would say her for sure but I love my dad if my Shut dad up. listens to this and i not get out get in trouble.
0: <laughs> dad, you're love too. So yeah, because you know you posted this thing actually the other day on your Instagram story, and I just like loved what it is what it was that you posted, and that you just said that um, it was someone else's quote, and yeah. I just thought it was so like it so embodies what our podcast is about and sort of how I think Ryan and I both. Feel about things. And it was, it said something. I'm going to try to read it. I might botch it. Um, I think I
2: have it, what year to,
0: is it the finish college and start their careers at age 22? Yeah. But like at, towards the end, it's just said um, that there is no right way to do life. You are not late. There are no timelines. You're exactly where you should be. Yeah. And- and I just think that's so interesting and true. And I'm just curious if this is something that when you read that, did, have, did you feel like you've learned that through your experiences? Or is this something that you've sort of always lived your life by?
2: Oh my gosh, no. I Listen, like I'm an open book as far as to part of my life. I, you know, I just, I, my 20s were such a, it was, there were lots of high, of course, you know, I met you, I, you know, I have these wonderful friendships in my life and wonderful people in my life. And I am, um, but I, I made mistakes and I was with, you know, my ex for many years and we, I got married young as far as, you know, LA is concerned. Yeah. I would say, <laughs> right, you right. know, but I was 26 and then and we fell apart, and you know, I made my mistakes that attributed to that. And you know, we as a couple—I'm not going to speak for him because it's not my place—but I, I think that for me, because since I'm the one talking, is that those things, those the mistakes that I made, but hitting this rock bottom and feeling just so alone and so like. I can't explain to you what it feels like to go through. It even says there that in here at, you know, before you're 30 years old, it's really wrecks you. And no one really understands that, like that loneliness of, because most people are not going through that. They're having kids, they're starting their life. And I had this whole idea of where I thought I would be. I'm like, I'll be on a television series and I'm married and I'm this mm-hmm. and none of that was happening. And, but it changed me. Hmm. i mean i don't think i would be the person that i am today if 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 that didn't happen and i i, I know that it's like it you've you, i you know there i i feel sad that those things happened but um i grew so much and i learned so much about myself and that i realized that there really isn't a right way and people will tell you that there is a right way and there's people in my life that didn't understand certain things and just things that I was going through. But, you know, <laughs> and they everyone has an opinion, or they think they have an answer isn't a right way. And I just, I think it's just so important that we support each other with that, because everyone is on their own timelines, I think, especially with social media, that there's this, this thing of yourself to others. And like, you, you, you know what I mean? And you're wondering yeah. like, oh, well, if I would have done this differently, then maybe I would have been here. And if I would have done this differently, then maybe I would have been here. But the truth is, is that everything I did, it made me, it made me who I am today. And I got the chance to rewrite my story and learn from all these things. And luckily at the age I am now, you know what I mean? And not in life is that I got a chance to like Live again and have this new sort of—I guess you could say—like awakening. How many yeah. times I can can I say "like" in a sentence? I
1: can't wait to hear.
2: Uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I see. Every
1: time I listen to these damn podcasts back, I just go, "Holy shit!" Oh, really. I probably
2: said "like" a hundred times, but I do
1: it too.
2: You know what I mean? I just I I am yeah. so I I I I I really love life. And I think life is really freaking hard. And I think that we are so, you know, you're lucky at this age to, if you can have a group of people around you that really support you and really lift you up. And I've really found that. And I, you know, I'm, you know, that, you know, Cece, I, you know, for you and I, that we've hung on to some of the relationships that we had. And then some of them we don't more. And I think that we just sort of navigate through life, but that we're not late. We Mm -hmm. are not, there's no right way. And I loved this quote so, so much. Sorry to be rambling, but I just, I'm so passionate about this and that we just, like I said,
1: the supporting each other and that I think is so important because I think it's so easy to compare yourself to other people. This is actually the perfect time to kind of segue into our question from our listener. We
0: have a question. From a listener, and um, we're going to play it for all of us so we can all hear it, and then we'll, we'll all answer it.
2: Hi, my name is Annika Brayton, and I'm a 21-year-old college student. I was wondering, what's one thing you took for granted as a college student?
1: What is oh. one thing you took for granted as a college student? I dropped
0: out of college after two years,
1: but I can still answer
0: this question.
2: <laughs> I never made it to college, but
1: I will still answer it. <laughs> holy hey, shit! Ryan I, save us did you go I went to college and I graduated yeah, yes. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: Ryan
0: <laughs> I'm dying there is holy no shit. straight line people
1: <laughs> there's, there's no way to do life listen yeah there's no go one way listen I'll I mean I still have student day. loans let's not forget that shit <laughs> I mean it's great yeah you got your diploma but shit you're in debt bitch oh my god yeah. <laughs> exactly but it's good it's good debt as my mother says <laughs> so, oh my god Ryan, so you go so first. Who's gonna... i guess i go first since i yeah actually yeah you I completed college yeah you completed yeah. um i would <laughs> say i guess i just wish that i didn't live such a i had this very old hollywood sense about myself going to school like you were talking about earlier, like, I'm going to be like Audrey Hepburn to be discovered in a drugstore. Like, I had that kind of romanticism about it. Yeah. So I guess in that, I didn't take full advantage of the fact that I was living in one of the most unique and interesting cities in the world. And I didn't, like, really, truly take advantage of seeing everything and, and kind of stepping outside of what I hoped would be and just lived in what was.
0: Oh, that's good. That's that is good. Yeah. That's so good. That's really good. That's good.
1: I like that a lot. Yeah. It's actually I kind of like... just wish I turned up a little bit more in college. I was oh. so good. I was so good. Oh. I smoked weed once. I called my mom and Shit. cried on the bathroom floor. Oh,
0: oh, wow. 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 Yeah. I that those was were not my problems. Yeah. <laughs> she <laughs> she said, that was, was not wild. my problem either. <laughs> I was wild. No, my problem's actually the complete opposite of yours. And mine <laughs> is that I was in school. I wish because listen, kids. You get older, you turn 30 and you're in the real world interacting with real humans that have finished college and maybe you know you should have paid more attention when you were in college whether you finished or not. I I feel like for me I had too much fun. I did not I am a sponge. I love to learn. I am like a student, but I got I was so distracted. I was so distracted. So I was getting by on my like by putting in very little and not absorbing enough. Yeah. And I I wish I absorbed more. I wish I learned more. But at the same time, I wouldn't go back because I wouldn't be here today. But, you know, there's that. Yeah. I think that would be my thing. Like, just, like, take a beat. The party can yeah. wait. Learn something. <laughs> I, yeah.
2: <laughs> I, I would say that if I, because I didn't go to... I didn't go to college. I don't have any regrets about that. I would have gone for the, I'll be honest for the party. Like I just, I did not like school and I just, it wasn't, as, I wasn't my thing. And yeah. uh, But I wish that I would have at that age, I, the same thing, CC. I would have, I wish I would have just slowed down and enjoyed It, it, it. Like, just always jumping to the next thing, and I would just everything was like, uh, do you know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, yeah. more just slow down and enjoy just the moments more. I think we yeah. all want that in some yeah. way, shape, or form, but I, I, I especially feel that way about that age.
0: Oh, I agree. So find so the in, happy balance between. Yeah. All three of us. Yes, exactly. <laughs>
1: Find your way.
0: Navigate yourself through there. <laughs> yeah. I can't is tell there, though. Oh sorry. Keep going.
1: I was gonna ask, is there something interesting that you've learned about yourself in this time of quarantine that you didn't know before that you wish you could tell your twenty something year old self?
2: Oh yeah that needed to slow I, down. I also I feel that I that I've learned about myself and that that you're strong, you're strong and you can get through meaning to myself. You're going to get through so much in your life and you're strong and you, you can get through anything and I, and you're capable of it and capable of so much that you don't even know. I feel strong. I feel good and strong. You know, these times are crazy, but I do feel a sense of strength. It's a,
0: it's a, it, it, I think, yeah, you know, it's
1: so necessary. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That is good. I, I my heart actually does going all the way back to the beginning of our episode, but I I do feel, <laughs> you know, for those 22-year-olds. I think yeah. it is this is a it's a trying time to be that age. I think there's so much like there's not a lot of stability. There's so much floating around and then you've got this. I I don't know. I honestly don't know what the hell I'd be doing. Maybe I would be on Santa Monica Boulevard boulevard with a mask on (laughs) or not a mask and standing in line to go to a bar. I don't know. Maybe I totally agree with you. I
2: can't imagine I feel the same way. I'm like, how would I have how would I have handled this then? I think so many young people are standing up and doing the right thing, but you never know, you know, and I was such a bad out of hell at that point. You know, I who the hell knows.
0: But yeah.
2: I'm happy to say that I'm inside now.
0: Oh. not going anywhere. <laughs> well, Ryan came up with this question when we were doing our pride series and we loved the question so much that I was like, "Ryan, you must ask that to every guest."
1: Um Is this and- this is almost like becoming like we're slowly building our list like inside the actor studio, like slowly we're going to have like some questions that are always asked. I love yeah. it.
2: Oh, away, we're going
1: to have our own. Um, what is that thing called? What is that? What is that list called? Oh, I just know the, the questionnaire section. I oh. don't know. The Q&A. Oh, <laughs> the Q&A. <laughs> <laughs> the Q&A. CC. No, it's like actually like a thing. Like it's it's some it's a guy's name. <laughs> Shit. We'll figure that out one day. <laughs> well, anyway, yeah, one day. Okay, if you had to be any color in the rainbow or any color actually, what color would you be? Oh, wow. This is a great question.
2: Isn't it good? I would be, I would be yellow because I feel (gasps) that yellow brightens up a room or brightens someone's day and yellow is sunshine. And I, this is so cheesy, (laughs) ready for this line? I wanna be the sunshine of your life. You love it. Oh my god, you that is such a great question!
1: Thanks, I know, thank you. I
0: love it. <laughs>
1: I improvise questions. But I
0: I have to tell you though, that question like threw me off for the first time she asked it and it's so great and I also love that you chose yellow because not only do Ryan and I both love yellow, but I painted my wall in my house yellow and then Ryan also has a wall in her house that's yellow, so we just love yellow. I was doing my homework and the
2: video that you guys posted and I was like, these are the cutest co-hosts I've ever seen. Move over, Kelly and Ryan.
1: Oh, <laughs> my, Ryan and god. oh my
0: god Slide us I into that know. time
1: slot. Oh, oh my gosh, god.
0: slide right god. in. <laughs> Can we just do that? I know we had these matching yellow walls and I just thought it was so fun. And yellow is such a, you know, I I love yellow now though, look more than ever. I never thought I loved yellow so much as I do, I think, in these times. So to hear that is good. It's yeah. Happy, yeah. It's a, it's
1: happy, a happy color. color.
0: A happy for color
1: sure what and you know what Nicole color?
0: one of the things that I would think about when I think about you is brightness you're very bright oh, you're the type of person that walks into a room you're very for those of you who don't know Nicole and you know her now but <laughs> she walks into a room and she's a bright light like a yellow Aww. light it's, it's very you. true no it's true I again. appreciate that And so, and your color's yellow. So it all, it just, it's working for you. The new girls are the
2: best. And I have to tell you, I think this is amazing. This podcast is amazing. And I just love two strong, badass women. You guys are doing your thing. And I think it's amazing. And I just am very impressed. You're both bosses, and it's great.
1: Thank Um, you. You're
2: welcome. Um,
0: Yeah, of course. Well, the goal is to eventually get all of our guests and just get all these great people on that we love, including you, and then bring everybody back once we can all be in person and then we'll have a studio. Uh, Yeah, Maybe maybe one day we'll have a live studio audience. I don't know. Yes. We'll we'll manifest.
2: We're manifesting exactly. all of this. This is
1: happening. It's all coming. It's
2: happening. And I would love to come back. I could sit here for hours and talk
1: to you both. So I'm done. It's <laughs> been 86 minutes and 38 seconds. So we have been doing this for quite some time. We did good. Okay. But. I did good.